When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. How can I miss you when we spent all day together, Dylan? If, any, if anything, I've heard too much of you. Go away for a bit and then I might miss you. You'll miss me when I'm gone, Lonnie, as they say. Actually, now I'm kind of going miss you already. Okay, there you go. I miss you, I miss you, man, do I miss you, I miss you, man, I miss you, I miss you, man, do I miss you. Hello there, welcome to another episode of your favourite podcast, and mine, and Dylan's. Ours, yeah. I miss you, man. It's a special episode. How are you doing, Dylan? I'm doing great, Lonnie. How about yourself? <laughs> I'm pretty good. I think I know why you're doing so well. It's because you had a whole bottle of wine to yourself today. <laughs> I did. How dare you? I had a few sips, but not too many because I'm driving and I'm responsible. Oh, uh, you know, someone had to polish it off. <laughs> I'll bear that burden. Now, you're listening to this because you've seen the title and we're talking about AEW, one of their pay-per-views. It's called Full Gear. AEW, if you don't know, if you just come stumbled across this because you love our podcast so much, and you know that on I Miss You Man, we look at everything, life, pop culture, what else, Dylan? Everything in between that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So a big, big wide remit, and we're getting there. And we had to tick off a bit of AEW wrestling, didn't we? Absolutely, Lonnie. We're going full gear <laughs> exactly. on AEW, aren't we? All Elite Wrestling, that's what it stands for, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. You got it in one, mate. Now, we've mentioned a few times. You mentioned it, I think, in one of your Get Amongst It as, like, your new wrestling, you know, favoured format, Obsession. right? Obsession, <laughs> yes. Now, you're a wrestling guy from way back. I'm a bit of a newbie. The only wrestling I've really seen is via you, mainly ladders. <laughs> you love some ladders. You love some ladders. And so, yeah, this was coming up, the new AEW pay-per-view, which is like one of the special events, isn't it? Yeah, they only do like uh, four a year, I think yeah. it is, quarterly, pretty much. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And so you're like, let's, let's let's book this out, book this in our calendars. We did this like months ago, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, organised it a few months ago. You hadn't seen a full pay-per-view of wrestling. No, no. So I thought, why not? We'll make a day of it. It is. And I've, I've come down to your house. We've watched all these. We've had some nachos, had a little snip, bit of wine. Had some cake. Had some cake for my birthday. And it's, it's funny how it's worked out. When this was planned months and months ago, I didn't expect that the night before I'd be going out with some drinkies with some <laughs> work friends, but that's how it happened. I haven't had much sleep, and I'm a bit worried about the drive home. Oh, no. So let's keep this snappy, Dylan, is what <laughs> I'm trying to say. All right, all right. We'll get through it quick for you. Now, AEW. All lots of, like, the wrestlers I know would be, like, the ones who've, you know, gone to mainstream, so mainly the WWE guys. And the big, plus, big names. And Shawn Michaels, etc. We've done an episode on. Yeah. And a few of the wrestlers we saw in the latter episode too. So I don't think I knew many of the people today. Chris Jericho I knew. Yeah, pretty much. That was that was it really. Mm. Yeah. But there were some of your favourites, right? Oh, mate, new favourites, all of them, <laughs> I reckon. Ever since I started watching earlier in the year. Now, you're, you're sort of going from the get-go, aren't you, and trying to catch up. 
but also you're kind of up to date with AEW. Yeah, so I started watching, I think it was like March, just before their Revolution pay-per-view mm-hmm. mm. this year, um, when they still were like empty arenas. Wrestling oh, right, because of COVID. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then since then, I've gone back to the start and I've been watching their pay-per-view since they started and then they've sure. got all their shows on the fine app that I can go back and watch. And they've organised into seasons and in order for the shows, which is helpful for me. It's a lot of content to get through, that, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it's only like uh, two hours a show. Mm. Um, they didn't mm. have two shows until like uh, middle of this year, which I'd already all seen. So. Okay, sure. So you're sort of doing it. Two-pronged approach, right? You're talking backwards and forwards. <laughs> basically, basically, yeah. I know to watch out for when Shaq is wrestling on Dynamite, and that's when I started watching. So once okay. I've hit that point, I'm caught up. That's a pretty memorable moment, I think. So I, I think, think you'll, so. I think you'll, you'll pop out to you when it's it happens. It's a good spot, good yeah. spot, yeah. Okay, so what, the races, the races, the games today. Games? Matches? Have another go, yeah. How much wine did I have? <laughs> Two sips. Actually, it's more like napping that I've been trying to not do this afternoon. <laughs> you're overtired. <laughs> you're overtired and you're still drunk from last night because you're a naughty party boy. I, I didn't have many beers. There was more just getting home. It took a you while. You had six. I had six beers. That's Technically a binge. That was between like two and eight o'clock though. So that's pretty, you know, it's one an hour. That were pints. One was a margarita beer. Ew. Can't say I'm a fan. Well, you said you weren't. No. You said it was gross, didn't you? Yeah. But I had it. <laughs> So more fool me, I guess, in that scenario. <laughs> well, you know, waste not all that jazz. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I this morning I got here pretty early though. So let's, let's say that, and I watched the, the previews with you. Like, are they called previews or are they called? The... Yes, um, I think it's called the countdown to full gear. Yeah, so those are the backstories of all the all the, all the fights. Yeah, like some like video packages and some interviews mm. um, about what they're fighting for, why they're mm. fighting. You know. Mm. Yeah. And that sort of gave me a good rundown, and yeah, I asked a few questions about who's. Happening, what's going? And that was really helpful because otherwise, it's you know just random people having, yeah. <laughs> having a punch on, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think, you know, looking back on the day, which is pretty much just finished, and so you know, this is first. Yeah, it went for a while, like four mm. and a bit hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think I liked the very first fight the most. I do too. I did too. Mm-hmm. Who was in that one? So that was Darby Allen versus MJF, or full name Maxwell Jacob Friedman. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure about him at first, but I've come to love him. Yeah, love, to, love to hate him, you know. A few minutes in the match, you're like, okay, this, he's pretty good. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a total commitment, I think, to the role. Yeah. Um, Just plays like uh, basically the biggest dickhead rich kid <laughs> you could imagine. Just, Just like the absolute biggest prick, really. Like, just think of a punchable face. Oh, absolutely. That's what he's got. Yeah. And But he's playing that to a T, so oh, you got to respect that. For sure, for sure. And he's versing Darby Allen, who's kind of like a, an edgy skater boy. Um, mm. You know, throughout his career, he makes some like little film vignettes before some special matches like he did today. Mm. Um, filled in black and white with like uh, a car crash and everything. So He's kind of on the wrong side of the tracks and a very alternative wrestler. Which yeah. I think you can have all sorts of wrestlers, can't you? And there's a few, like, I think you reminded me of Jeff Hardy. Is he the one who's a bit alternate? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, that was a good fight, though, and I think a good way to start off the day. The best way to start off the day. Yeah. As we said, we both thought it was our favourite match. Um, a lot of good uh, character work in it. Mm. Like uh, MJF was just a, a prick throughout that <laughs> whole match. Um, he was just doing just the dirtiest things throughout, really. Yeah. Wasn't it? But it was very athletic, very back and forth. Um, 
And you love the athletic stuff, yeah. Well, yeah, that's something I guess I haven't. You know, the, the ones I've watched before, I haven't. I watched for a purpose for our show or for ladders. <laughs> um, but it was cool watching a whole whole match from from where to go, the whole day where to go. Mm. Um, but like with someone like MJF. He could get by just on his character work and playing to the crowd and stuff, but actually a good wrestler as well. <laughs> yeah. So oh, he's got it from both ends, which is great. Yeah, and he doesn't wrestle that often. It's kind of part of his character because, um, as I said to you earlier, he pretty much stays in character all the time, like even mm. in public. Um, <laughs> and so he justifies him not wrestling that often as like he doesn't really wrestle unless he has something to wrestle for. Oh, cool. Like his character's not going to wrestle just for the sake of it. He he's not, not a journeyman it. every week. He's got to no. fight somebody. He's No, he doesn't do it for experience or anything like that. He does mm. it if he wants something. And he wanted to prove that he is better than Darby Allen. There you go. And he did do that, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he did. And the, I don't know, is these all the, the alternative guys, are they sort of, are they there to get beaten up? Is that their uh, role? No, no? Not, not that often. Darby Allen's booked pretty strong. Okay. He usually wins most matches. He's lost the last pay-per-view match, but that was only because CM Punk was coming back when it was his first match in seven years, so right. can't have him lose that. And he's got to beat somebody good, I guess. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All absolutely. right, cool. Um, who was after that, Dylan? Well, who did we have after that? We had the tag team match, didn't we? With I believe so. FTR and the Lucha Bros. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of talent, they've got it. They were doing all sorts of things that I hadn't even didn't no, know you can do. You're loving the Lucha they Bros. Up, they were jumping. They were running along the rope. Yeah. Big, big, huge jumps and somersaults and things. Yeah, absolutely, as Lucha Doors are tend to do. But, yeah, they're fantastic. They've definitely made it uh, a style that's really connects with the Western audience in America, especially. Mm. So, Yeah, that, that's awesome that they... Yeah, that crossover appeal, it's awesome. Oh, I mean, just the fact that their style can mesh so well with FTR, who are really old-school, kind of 80s American wrestling. Bit of throwback, right? Yeah, hard-hitting, uh, grappling, you know. Mm. No, so, it was a good good combination, and they came up against each other. Yeah, Clever. yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. There's uh, big flips and everything, mm-hmm. loving that. Uh, with this one, in a, a few of the matches tonight, it did kind of ended a bit abruptly. Yeah, we're a bit like all of a sudden he put a mask on, right? And then, <laughs> and the, but he wasn't the one that was tagged in. And then I was like, oh well. Yeah. So one of the members of FTR, I think it was, um, I think it was Dax, put on a mask because that's how they had tricked the Lucha Bros into stealing one of their tag mm. team titles, the Mexican tag team titles for AAA. Um, and obviously it kind of backfired on him, and the wrong man got pinned, but the ref didn't know it was the wrong man, so. Counter for the Lucha Bros. So the ref's got to, you got to decide on what's played in front of him, and if he doesn't know, he doesn't know. No, oh, exactly right. Mm. That's exactly right. As commentary did mention that, didn't they? Well, a few times tonight, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you mentioned it. You would say something, and the commentators would say it just after. <laughs> yeah, there was a bit of that, wasn't there? Yeah. So who's right? Like, who's. Are you. Have you watched so much wrestling that you know what the commentators are going to say, or are they listening to you? As a direction of what they should say, do I? Uh, I think I just understand that the the psychology <laughs> of what they're going for. So I was pretty much saying it like yeah. five seconds before the commentary said it. I do I do this sometimes, and my dad does, especially with footy as well. So I guess mm. it, it is that experience that you're absolutely hockey into. So that's no, awesome. for sure, for sure. Mm. Who was after that? I think after that, uh, I believe it was Miro Brian Danielson. I think that was a good one because I think we were three matches in. And I was like, my tummy's getting rumbly. I want some, mm. want some nachos. So 
And I'm pretty sure we went to lunch after that. So I think so too. Yeah. So yeah, Miro, this is a bit of a, yeah, he was a big guy. Yeah. And, yeah. And just that style of wrestler yeah. versus um, kind of more of UFC <laughs> Ninja Warrior style. That's <laughs> what I was saying. What was his name again? Sorry. Brian Danielson. Yeah. Just yeah. cut. Absolutely not one that's a fat on him. <laughs> no, very trim, very lean. Um, it's this was basically for the right to number one contendership for the world title. Mm. So whoever wins the world title in the main event, they're going to burst the winner of this match, um, which ended up being Brian Danielson after a uh, compared to the first two matches, a slower match in tone. It was a bit more yeah, filling each other out. Yeah, they? definitely. And they didn't. They weren't doing much crazy stuff going into the stands or. Not really. Yeah. It was most. It was mostly hard hitting. A lot of stiff shots with like forearms mm. to faces and a lot of kicks as well. Um, but you know, for what it was, it worked well. Obviously, Miro's not going to do too many flips, <laughs> somersaults, moonsaults, all that sort of jazz. So, yeah. well, it's cool that they can sort of fit everything right. There's more of a, more of a traditional fans that one maybe, and yeah, some more of the craziest stuff. For bit, bit of a throwback, <laughs> yes. yeah. That's and cool. as as I said to you, it's probably to help with the overall tone of the night as well, because um, you can't mm. have too many. Like, if you're just going to have every single match be fast-paced and non-stop, mm. you're just going to wear the crowd out by the time the main event's on. Exactly. You need a bit of a flow and a structure and a style to the whole night as well. Hey? Ups and downs, yeah. Mm. So, for a slow-paced, solid match, very good. And especially if he's coming up to be a contender next time. Yeah. That's yeah. a good way to lead into that. No, yeah. for sure, for sure. And um, I said to you as well, Miro's probably got the best character going mm. in AEW mm. currently. Because he was the TNT champion for, oh, I think, like four months, around four months. Um, so he held that for a while, and he basically thought of himself as God's favorite champion, he called himself. He felt he was favored by God, and that God was pushing him in the direction of that. And uh, eventually he did lose the title to someone smaller that you wouldn't think he would have lost the title to, and that kind of shook his faith. And he pretty much, since then, has shunned God. Mm. <laughs> And it's basically made God his enemy. <laughs> and they're saying that he's going to get back to the world title eventually and that God's going to make him his champion again, not because he chose to, but because Miro left him no choice. Oh, bloody hell. Compelling character. Compelling character stuff, mate. Yeah, I think of us as God's favourite podcasters. <laughs> sure. Yeah, okay. okay. Uh, I haven't seen any evidence the opposite yet. Apart from maybe uh, place on the iTunes charts. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Oh, well, we're getting there. Yeah, one day, one day. Got to <laughs> hustle a bit, mate. Yeah. yeah. You should invite him on. I think that's the problem. God? <laughs> that's the next episode. We'll have God on. Why not? Yeah, next for us of the day was, was lunch. Yeah, absolutely. You had some homemade nachos, yeah, didn't really, we? It was really nice, Dylan. There's enough there for you for a few more leftover meals. Yeah, it was a lot. I didn't realise how much it was. I know. Two strapping young men. We couldn't get through a lot of it, could we? No, we're... I think, don't even think we cracked half of it, to yeah. be honest. Good stuff, though. Yeah, no, it was great stuff. Homemade salsa, you know, got some sour cream, guac, jalapenos. Mm. What more do you want? Nothing. But the next actual match. Yeah. Was that the girls? Was that the... No, it's only before the women, I think. Nah, this was that Falls Count Anywhere team match, mate. Oh, with yeah. With the Super Click, which is the Young Bucks and Adam Cole, yeah. baby. <laughs> and... The Jurassic Express, which is Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, mm. and then their friend for the past few months, Christian Cage. Yeah, this one, this was a bit of a 
wider. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A bit more chaotic. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's Fool's Count anyway, so that basically means there's no disqualification, so you can use weapons, and you can pin the other team anywhere in the arena, basically. And was this the one where we had the Minneapolis weapons? No. No, that, that was, was later on. Okay, that was later sorry. on. We don't want to talk about that yet, please. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. And this one, they, they went up into the crowd, didn't they? And they did a few, yeah. few jumps and things through the through the audience. That's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of um, trash can action being used in this one, from That's what I remember. Yeah. And was the ladder used first here? Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. They had that in the corner and they were slamming each other into it. I think Christian Cage at one point like swung and did yeah. a DDT to, I think it was one of the Young Bucks. Wow. And... Um, yeah, fucked his back a little bit. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. And look, I love ladders. Everyone knows that. I will say, enjoy them today, but there was no traditional ladder match. So. Not on this one. Not on this one. We'll yeah. see what the next pay for is like. There okay. might be a ladder match added okay. to it. All right. But, All right. But no, this one was good. There was a lot of, um, lot of you know, fun spots, really. I think mm. at one point, Luchasaurus, like, did a, like, a shooting star press, which is basically like a backflip off of the ramp. Yeah. Onto um, the two young bucks, I believe. That was probably one of the more impressive feats today. I'm yeah, sure. well, what'd they say? It was like 6'6 six, six mm. in heights mm. and like uh, high 200 pounds, obviously. Yeah, He's impressive. a big guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's a dinosaur. <laughs> he is. He is. That's character. He's a dinosaur. And then there's uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, obviously the son of Luke Perry, mm. as I was saying to Lonnie earlier. And, you know, he sold stuff. The crowd loves him. Yeah, yeah he's, he's got it, hasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Very athletic. He was doing uh, flips and that off the ropes mm, as well. Impressive. Absolutely. Yeah. I think this was a one of the bigger, like more competitive. One of the better matches. Yeah. Overall. And I think so. I reckon so. Mm. And more people involved. Mm. But kind of, I was able to follow it better. Can, the second can, one went a bit all over the place. Mm, <laughs> we'll, we'll get, get there. there. <laughs> we'll get there. I think we'll spend a bit of time on that. All right. But this one, yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff. As we said, ladders, garbage cans. I think there was some chairs at some point. There was mm. a concerto, which is basically that uh, they put the opponent's head when they're lying on the floor. They put a chair between that, and then they smack a chair into it. Can't condone that, Dylan. Lonnie didn't like that. You didn't no. like that, did you? I feel like you fight the person in front of you. You don't knock them out and then start hitting them on the ground when they can't defend But they're themselves. doing it to bad people that deserve it, Lonnie. Well, then you become a bad person yourself, don't you? Wow, that's the, that's the moral quandary that people are going to have to come to when they watch these matches, Lonnie. <laughs> you stare into the abyss, Dylan. Well, the abyss I, stares back into you. I think there might be a little bit of character work because that's how Jungle Boy got the win mm. with the concerto. And he seemed a little conflicted when he got the pin. Mm. I don't know if I'm reading too much into it, but he didn't seem too pleased with himself. He was sort of... He was like... Scraping. Mm. I won, but at what cost? My soul, perhaps. Perhaps, perhaps. (laughs) Love to see Jungle Boy Jack Perry get some storylines going. Yeah, that'd be cool. Love it. Mm. Yeah, was it Lumen next? I don't think so. I think it might have been the tag team match. I'm keen to get to the... (laughs) You are. You are. I think it was the tag team match between Pac... And Cody Rhodes and Malachi Black and Andrade El Idolo. Oh, yeah. Mal- Malachi, not a fan. <laughs> yeah. A bit scary for me, Dylan. Yeah, for those that don't know, he's a bit of a dark priest character, a bit, a bit of a spooky sort. Mm. And um, his team with Andrade El Idolo, who's basically like a um, like a Mexican businessman tycoon. Mm. He's uh, dressed as like Black Mask, as we mm. saw. Mm. And um, they were versing Pac, who's basically just a a British 
prick. <laughs> <laughs> he calls himself the bastard, so that's not me reading into it. Yeah. Um, but you know, and you were very impressed with Pack, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Does a lot of flips. He's very athletic. Um, his finisher, as I said, he does like a backflip and then twists in midair. It's called yeah. the Black Arrow. Awesome. Um, uh, but he teamed with Cody Rhodes, who is one of the most controversial figures in AEW. Yes, this is a guy that is supposed to be good, but people hate him. Is that the one? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Like he's playing a a face character, as we say, mm. um, but the crowd despises him. <laughs> but you're saying they weren't always despising him, but it's no it's the thing these days. Because as I said, I've gone back and watched the start of it, and I've watched the probably the first four months or so, mm. uh, from 2019, the start of 2020. They loved him. They loved him. They were chanting his name all the time. They're going, Cody, Cody, mm. when he's em- whenever he was entering. And today, they were just, they despised him. They were booing him. They were saying, fuck you, Cody. They were chanting that. Oh, I don't get it. I'd, I'm not really too sure what the issue is. I mean, I think he's fine. I think the issue is that for the past probably five months or so mm. with the programming, He's one of the executive vice presidents, as I said earlier. So it's him, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega. They kind of started this company. Mm-hmm. There's been some like backstage rumors that there's been a rift between them, and okay. Cody's not too happy with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. And so for the past five months, Cody has kind of been doing his own thing, like kind of separate to the rest of the show. Like, anyone involved with Cody is basically stuck with just dealing with Cody. It doesn't really get to mix and match with everyone else on the roster. Um, okay. It's been dubbed online as Cody Island, basically. <laughs> so if you're in a program with Cody, you're basically stuck on Cody Island until he finds someone else to feud with, basically. And he hasn't been making the best decisions as well. He's been versing some young stars um, that people think the decision should be that they should win over Cody Rhodes because, okay. you know, they need the the credit and the legitimacy that comes with the win of getting on Cody Rhodes because he's like an established star. He's a big name, has been for a while, but, mm. uh, yeah, he's kind of been booking himself strong, it seems, and winning over those <laughs> young kids. So I think just people are fed up with it, to be honest. That's interesting, isn't it? That said, if the Young Bucks are involved, I can see how easy it is to get annoyed by them or <laughs> get, in, get in a feud with them because I feel, I feel like I'm in a feud with them, Dylan. Just <laughs> basically the performance today. No, they were entertaining, <laughs> though. They were pretty good. They're playing the part. I oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, you know, it's a, you know, it's a solid tag team match. Um, mm. Nothing really too much to write home about about it. It was, it was fine. Pretty solid. Yeah. 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 Solid stuff. Mm. I think it was added last minute. I think it was only added um, this past Wednesday on Dynamite. Okay. So, right, eh? Yeah, probably a last minute thing that they, they made work well enough. So, mm. it's good. Mm. And I think the next match, Lonnie, it might be the women match. Okay, so All we right. had a doctor. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Doctor of Medicine and Dentistry. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Um, AU Medical Degree, said. <laughs> and um, <laughs> she's very upset because. <laughs> Her opponent, was it Ty? Ty Conti, yeah. Ty Conti yeah. goes around showing her ass, she said in the in the in the promo she cut. But then I like pointing out to you, Dylan, not in a creepy way. Her outfit tonight was showing a bit of her bottom. Oh, as much as each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So I just don't feel like you should get mad at someone for showing their bottom if that's what you do as well. Okay. As I said to you, I think it's more the issue that she does it a lot like on Instagram and um, she kind of poses for photos for showing her ass a lot. So she, it's more about the, that's like a symbol of her not taking it seriously being important. Yeah, the, more, more, the profit, yeah. more profiting off her ass, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I suppose. Trying rather to, than focusing to, on wrestling. and Yeah, just, just trying to get by with a pretty face rather than being a hardcore wrestler, which yeah. she is, and a doctor at the same time. So Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. That was a pretty good fight. Yeah, yeah, solid enough. Mm. Um, I I said to you, I don't really like Ty Conti. I think mm. uh, I just find it boring. I think a finisher is ugly. Um, <laughs> it just looks like it's, you know, as I said, it's not meant to be a move that's executed well. It, it looks like it's a misfire. Yeah, every time <laughs> she does it. It's gross looking. Um, but, yeah, it was fine. There was a lot of interference from uh, Britt Baker's managers tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's always fun, isn't it? Oh, yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. Um, Rebel and Jamie Hayter, they got involved in the match a lot. Mm. Mm. And you were saying that there aren't as many female wrestlers in AEW at the moment, but they're sort of coming through. Yeah, there's not too much of a focus on it currently. There's usually one match, a pay-per-view currently, mm. um, but they're in the middle of a tournament to crown the first ever TBS champion, okay. which is like another mid-card title for the women. So right. once they've got a few championships, everyone can go for I think there's yeah. going to be more matches. Yeah, and like, you know, I'm not, I don't know how I feel about wrestling overall, given that, you know, people get concussions and should we be doing dangerous stuff for entertainment? But like, if blokes are doing it, why not get some women doing it too? So, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And they do it pretty safely. Oh, compared, yeah. Compared to what they could be doing. Yeah, You there, have right? to. Have to. Yeah. But no, good stuff. I liked it. Yeah. No, that was a good one. And uh, yeah, Britt Baker retained her title. Yeah. So I'm happy with that. She's my girl. <laughs> yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. And then the next match, I think, was Eddie Kingston versus CM Punk. I like this one. For some reason, I, I, I was like, I'm on CM Punk's side for this one. I don't know why. I just picked him. You seemed, you seemed a bit scared of Eddie Kingston. You thought he was a bit... Bit crazy, didn't you? That is, might be true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like Eddie Kingston. Um, I don't know if this is in character, or if it's really he's had some mental issues over the years. Okay, um, so he's had some treatment and things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's um again if he's just saying that to be in character, mm. or if it's part of him. But you know, he's still a professional as always. Um, but obviously can tap into that crazier side if he needs yeah. to, which he did tonight. Because um, this one, the story behind it's basically that he felt that CM Punk disrespected him about 15 years ago when he was just starting out. 
Um, he hasn't got over it, clearly. No, definitely not. <laughs> Been holding on to that anger for a while, yeah. But he pretty much is saying that uh, he felt disrespected and punk side of things. It's like, I did judge you back then, but I judged you because I held you to a higher standard that I thought you could reach. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, it's not my fault that you didn't reach that standard. Bloody hell. And that's what basically this kicked their, this thing off. Is their first actual fight though? Yeah, yeah that's as far as I, I know. Yeah, that's what I thought they were saying. Yeah. So yeah, got this sort of feud bubbling away for 15 years and now it finally gets settled. Yeah, damn right. It was very emotional. It's um, They just went at each other. It was basically yeah. a brawl yeah. <laughs> pretty much. I think, was it this one they just added from the first get-go? They just, yeah, <laughs> they well, Kingston smacked him before the bell oh, started. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they were like, ooh, lucky the bell hadn't rung or else that might have knocked Punk out. Just sure, I guess, yeah. <laughs> no, Eddie Kingston being a bit naughty, but yeah, basically they just pretty much just punched and kicked each other, really. Yeah, this one, it wasn't much craziness apart from no outside interference that I recall. It was just solid, just, yeah. Yeah, just a solid, um, solid brawling match, really. And that's good that, you know, as we're saying, there's a bit of a flight and shade in all these yeah. um, flights today. Yeah. yeah, it's a different style from all the, you know, the flips mm. and graceful manoeuvres. So yeah. I liked it. He busted Punk open at one point. Oh, he was bleeding, wasn't he? And also he was taking the blood and the stare yeah. on his face. Yeah, it's good character work. Smothered the blood of Punk all over his face like war paint, mm. they said. Um... <laughs> Yeah, at one point, uh, CM Punk kind of referenced some John Cena moves. So, mm. I'm not too sure what to make of that. I think it might just be saying that Punk's kind of becoming what Cena was back when they were feuding in WWE. So, we'll see what happens. I don't see John Cena coming to AEW. Mm. Um, but, you know, never say never. I mean, yeah. Why not? Why not? I'll do it. <laughs> if I was John Cena, like, you know, get paid a lot of money for a pretty you know, short appearance, we'll see. I mean, I don't see him come back to wrestling, period, but... Right, I see. He's pretty successful in Hollywood at the moment. Yeah. But everyone comes back eventually, don't they? <laughs> pretty much, yeah, I suppose, <laughs> yeah. Okay, now we're rounding into the final matches, aren't we? Yeah. And what? <laughs> Let's talk about it, okay? We have to. All right, so... This next one is Chaos Incarnate. It was <laughs> the Inner Circle, which is uh, Chris Jericho's faction, mm-hmm. who you know. He's one of my faves. Um, so it's Chris Jericho, Santana Ortiz, Sammy Guevara, and Jake Hager. And they versed American Top Team, which is basically like this group of MMA fighters. And their, and coach. Their, and their coach, Dan Lambert. And then two wrestlers of Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page were the men of the year. Hmm. Time Magazine men of the year, right? <laughs> they like to think so, Lonnie. <laughs> I don't know what this match was supposed to be. I don't know what a Minneapolis street fight is. Well, first of all, shout out to Minneapolis and St. Paul, the Twin Cities. Hey, sorry back. The reference to our true fans, they'll get that one. Absolutely, yeah. Because <laughs> this was this fight was in the whole night was in Minneapolis. Yeah, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah. So, so the, street, the street fight element, sorry, was that anything goes, basically. Is that what we're thinking? I don't know, because they mentioned on commentary, apparently the gimmick of the street fight, Minneapolis street fight, is that you only use weapons and not weapons, but like things that were invented in Minneapolis. Yeah, like or things that were representative of of that. Minneapolis, yeah, I guess. 
Yeah, yeah, they said that. <laughs> but the weird thing is, it's like no rules, basically. Mm. But they started this off as a tag team match, like a normal one. Following the rules. <laughs> like tagging each other in and not just having a big gang brawl. Yeah, odd. Strange. Very odd. Very odd. Like, mm. why do that if you don't have to? It's a good question, Dylan. And then... As we said, they were able to use things that were invented in Minneapolis and they were sort of scattered around the edge of the ring. Yeah. What do we have, Dylan? We had a variety of things that I had no idea. Minneapolis must be the greatest inventor <laughs> city in the world because they had hockey sticks. Okay, I can believe that. Because it's a cold place. I'm sure they play a bit of hockey up Sure. There. That, that tracks for Sure, me. yeah. Um, they also had uh, skis as well. Mm-hmm. Again, cold mm-hmm. place. Toasters. I mean, I've, I've again, as I said to you as you watched it, I've never thought about a toaster being invented, but <laughs> it would have had to happen someplace by someone somewhere, so why not well, Minneapolis? I guess. Um, but then they just used, like, whatever else. Like, they used ladders. Ladders aren't really associated with Minneapolis. I'm sure they weren't invented in Minneapolis. No, someone found a chair, which I don't think they... I don't think a Twin again. Cities can claim that. Had a steel pipe. Again, <laughs> I don't think Minneapolis invented that. They did have, though, a um, symbol of Prince. <laughs> sure. He, he famously, a, you know, yeah. Minnesotan, so that yeah. makes sense. But, yeah, that, I think that was maybe just for the crowd on the night. Just for yeah, like, hey, got, guys. A, yeah. got a Purple Rain chant from the crowd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um, liked that. I liked Prince. But, yeah, that, but this is the one I'm saying the whole fight just evolved into chaos and I wasn't really sure what was going on. Well, yeah, when they eventually realised that it was a street fight and they didn't have to adhere to tag team rules, yeah. which I think they were only doing that because they had some MMA guys in there that right. obviously aren't familiar that much with pro wrestling, so they're kind of I don't know, giving them a bit to showcase themselves. Or Okay. Okay, it's a bit of a, hey, if you'd like this. Yeah, yeah they did tag in both of them. They got Junior Dos Santos in and... Uh, mm. And the other guy. I don't know his name. I don't care. I don't care about American Top Team. <laughs> uh, and then this one was when Chris Jericho, right? And he's sort of being being hunted and slash hunting the other opposite coach. Who yeah. Was a bit of a strange man by the looks of it. Yeah, Dan Lambert. Yeah, he's, he's kind of just been dicking around in AEW for the past couple of months. Um, mm. And he's been annoying Chris Jericho. And... <laughs> Because the, the inner circle got to pick who they wanted to be in this match against them. Yeah. And they picked Dan Lambert. Okay. And he was like, oh, no, <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> and then they were like, fine, if you're going to pick Dan Lambert, our goal is to make Dan Lambert pin Chris Jericho. So he got involved a bit. What, chickens outside, so that'll be there. Chickens? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sure. Just checking. Yeah, that's all right. Very good. Yeah. All right. Um. So, yeah, and then he's like, oh, shit, Chris Jericho's after me. Lead pipe. <laughs> Just going to hold on to this, everybody. That classic uh, that classic uh, Minneapolis lead pipe. Yeah, yep, exactly. It was okay. It was fine. As we said, there was so much going on. We didn't know what to follow. Yeah. Like, we didn't know what was happening. Like, people were going through tables. People were getting <laughs> hit with bun cake tins at one point, I think they mentioned. <laughs> And the MMA boys, they kind of were just drifting around. They didn't really know what they were doing. Yeah. At one point, I uh, don't know if you know this, but Junior Dos Santos kind of missed his cue. When oh, did he? But yeah, well, Chris Jericho is going to go for a lion salt off the ropes. Yeah. Where he springs off the ropes and uh-huh. does a moonsault. Um, 
and Junior was clearly supposed to clock him in the face when he got on the ropes. But uh, Junior was some, off somewhere, so Chris Jericho was just staying on the ropes for, <laughs> for him. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty oh, well. much. But, you know, they got through it. It definitely could have been worse than it was. Mm. But what's the thing I was going to talk to you about? So here's my thinking. Yes. Novice in terms of wrestling. Sure. I think I would prefer, if I had a gun on my head, what do you want? I'd probably want just one person versus one person yep. in a fight. I think that's what my preferred is. However, in the group, you know, tag teams or you know, brawls like this, it's kind of cool the different things they can do because you can do more. You know, typical throwing someone else around or you know, some of the more athletic things can be pretty cool as well. But I think just in terms of storytelling and you know, performances, I think I just want 1v1. Yeah. What about you? No, that's fair enough. I can understand that. I think both have their places, but I obviously prefer one-on-ones too. That's mm-hmm. where most of the best story stuff is. But Easy, I said to easier you, to follow, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I said to you with tag team matches as well, they can be more fast-paced and athletic because you got um, the, you know, the guys can take a rest on the apron, they can tag in and out. So yeah. it's pretty much just going full ball the whole time, really. That is true, yeah. Yeah, yeah and then it's not like it's always going to be good or bad. It's just, yeah, it's what I prefer, and I think... No, a good one done well with a ladder. Perfect. <laughs> fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. No, I get that. And obviously, what did we think the best match of the night was? MJF versus Darby Allen. I was just strictly yeah. one-on-one, just a normal match. Yeah, so, exactly. Well, I was happy with that. Yeah, we on the last one now, is that? Yeah, yeah, the main event, yeah. It was Hangman Adam Page versus the world champion, Kenny Omega. Yeah, and a kind of cool intro to this one too, another little short filmy sort of thing, right? Yeah, Hangman did. He was kind of just uh, riding a horse through the streets of Minneapolis, Um you love, you love to see it, don't you? Absolutely, because he's a cowboy, for those who don't know. <laughs> and uh, he was basically like, you know, walking the empty streets mm. or riding a horse through the empty streets. Mm. And there's kind of like some clips playing of his career through AEW, like his failings where he's yeah. messed up through his career. Because this has been a culmination of storyline since AEW has started, really. Right. So he's sort of been close but hasn't quite got there. The whole time, basically, because he, he won the... A battle royale at the first pay per view ever at Double or Nothing in 2019, hmm. and that gave him the right to fight for the world championship to be the first world champion versus Chris Jericho, but Chris Jericho beat him, right. so he lost that. Um, and then he just kind of struggled from there. He lost some matches to Pack and hmm. was kind of dicking around, wasn't doing too well. And then he teamed up with Kenny Omega, and they won the tag team championships. And went on a good run there, but then they lost those. And then at some point there was another uh, world title tournament to find out number one contender. And he versus Kenny Omega in that, and Kenny Omega beat him. So, yeah, pretty much his whole career in AEW has just come up short the whole time, really. <laughs> well, that's cool. And then not today, though. No, no, he did win, didn't he? Mm. And it had to happen. Everyone was clearly on Hangman's side. Everyone knew yeah. it was his time to win the title. Kenny Omega had had it for like 300, 300 plus, like nearly a year. Almost a year, yeah. Nearly a year, yeah. Like 345. And you can see why. He's pretty awesome. Right? Oh, yeah. He was great. He was great. Um, one of the best, if not the best currently. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah, definitely. All his matches are incredible. Mm. Yeah. He, he's very much like archetypal you know, wrestler. You know, just like if you had to look up a wrestler in the dictionary, he's the sort of guy you'd see. Yeah, absolutely. He's... um. He's kind of got everything he needs to be a pro wrestler. Like he can do good promos. Yeah. Uh, he can do high flying stuff. He can do technical wrestling. 
He's got some power to him. Mm. He's um, you know, sure. fairly jacked as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure is. Yeah. Uh, very charismatic. Yeah. Got a great entrance theme. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. And he can be a heel in the face. Not everyone can do that. Not everyone can do that. Even if you're trying to be your face, sometimes you're a heel. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out to Cody. Oh, gosh. Are you happy how it ended with Hangman getting up? Yeah, definitely. Because um, Kenny Omega had been with the Young Bucks and Adam Cole, mm-hmm. and they kind of been helping him keep that title for a while. Oh, okay. Uh, and then on Rampage, the show before this, Hangman, because he used to be friends with the Young Bucks as well in the storyline. Mm-hmm. And he basically went up to him and he said, don't interfere in this match or I'm going to mess you up, basically. Yeah. And they did come out at one point near the end. Mm. Um, but And they could have messed up, but they stood back and they basically gave the nod of approval to Hangman. Yeah. They're like, dude. Your time. It's your time, pretty mm. much, yeah. So that was really nice. That was cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Right, so overall thoughts then, Dylan? You had a good time? Yeah, I liked it. It was really good. Uh, I think... It was better than Revolution earlier this year. Mm. Um, that ended really bad. There's... <laughs> I'll tell you about it after we finish okay. this. But, um, it was better than Revolution. That was pretty good. Double or Nothing was really good, but it's still better than that. Mm. All yeah. Out, I think, was the best this year because okay. that was just all bangers the <laughs> whole show. Well, as someone who doesn't really know much about this, my first go with these, I didn't think there was any bad ones. There was that one that was a bit chaotic, but wasn't anything I was like... What are they doing here? It wasn't horrible, no, <laughs> no. No, so, but I think it was, you know, as Will, you said, you don't want to be in the first match or the last match, and they were the two best ones. Yeah, right? exactly. Which, so it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, I really liked the um the female um match as well. So yeah, yeah, and a bit of ladder work. Love I got to see you. It. Love, Love to see it. it. Love it. <laughs> but no, yeah, great stuff. High rule. Give it probably eight out of ten. I would say. Mm. Right. So the pay per views go. No. Great stuff. Perfect. Hmm. You want to talk about death as well? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's talk about the DC Showcase animated short, Death. <laughs> so a bit of a get amongst it, I suppose, this week as well. Yeah. Um, the special episode. Yeah. Dylan's been banging on about this short film that was included on Death and the Family Blu-ray. Yeah, um, the Batman Blu-ray I had. It's basically a collection of animated shorts plus that. Mm. And one of them was Death which is basically like a 20-minute animated short film, really. And this is Death from Sandman, from the Neil Gaiman Vertigo comics. That's exactly right. So Death in that, um, she's like uh, Sandman's brother, Dream's brother, or yeah. sister, rather, sorry. No, yeah, and she's personified as a sort of young goth woman. Yeah, absolutely, and she's kind of like um, happy for a goth. That's so kind of a juxtaposition <laughs> there, really. Yeah, and she's kind of a... Like, you know, Grim Reaper comes to kill you. She's more like, comes to help you. She like takes you in peace. Like a vessel. Yeah, it kind of helps you come to terms with your life Mm. and helps you accept death, really. Yeah. And so this short film, kind of pretty much like, you don't anything about death or Sandman or anything. This will give you a good 101 on her character and all that stuff. Yeah. Very sad though, Dylan. Yeah. So it follows like um, this struggling artist called Vincent, mm. his name was. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just basically struggling with all these past demons. Uh, you know, he's had art teachers before that have said he, yeah, he can't do art, he should quit it. <laughs> um, he's had ex-girlfriends that have given up on him as yeah. well. 
and his dad also has told him to stop messing around with art. So mm. he has all these doubting voices in his head mm-hmm. all the time. And they're, he, they're personified as demons in his head. Yeah, yeah. His demons are demons, if you know what I mean. <laughs> his inner demons are demons, that's right, yeah. <laughs> and he has all like all these art pictures in his apartment, but they're all mm. half finished because he doesn't really go through. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty depressing. He's like a drug addict and mm-hmm. very poor. He doesn't really have any furniture, to be honest. He has like a couch no. and a canvas. That's it. Like the other famous Vincent, who's the artist who had similar problems in his life. Shall we talk about what happens in it, though, or should we just let people try and track it down and watch it themselves to get that gut punch? Yeah. Um, well, we'll just give a spoiler warning okay. for those who don't care, but yep. I recommend do watching it yourself. Mm-hmm. You can probably find it online somewhere. It's only like 20 minutes, if that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good in that sense. Yeah. The ending, Dylan. Yeah, well, basically, he comes across death a few times, and the first time he sees her, he's like, there's something about you. I wish I could paint you, and... Um, basically if you follow along every time she turns up there's like someone has died nearby. in the background yeah 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 but he's seeing already because his card is pretty much marked isn't he's, it? he's yeah. close to death pretty yeah. much yeah and at one point uh she does let him mm-hmm. draw her and it's his masterpiece basically mm-hmm. and he's very happy with it but then he realizes that he's dead yeah yeah um, he's basically overdosed on heroin mm-hmm. and he's still smoking as well. So his cigarette lights up his apartment. Yeah. And time has stopped and then he's before he can really work out what's going on. And then, yeah, while well, he was painting that picture of her. Yeah. yeah. But he's asked, he asked her for one last thing. Just, just to save his painting. That's, yeah. that's all he wanted. But the real gift she gave him, I think was just acceptance, right? acceptance and realizing that the real treasure was that just enjoying his creativity mm. as well mm-hmm. um yeah because earlier he was all, all obsessed about you know, becoming a millionaire artist yeah being and famous and rich yep. yeah but actually and then he, he couldn't enjoy the process he could never finish the process yeah one thing i'll say though dylan yeah is that the one painting she saves for him is the one of her <laughs> but egotistical you yeah i'm just like oh, i'll save one of your paintings your best painting ever <laughs> Looks pretty good if you ask me. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was a good painting though. It but was no, and it's in its the fact that it was. It'll his... be the story behind it that'll bring the value to it because oh my god, if that happened in real life, that yeah. painting would be worth yeah. millions of dollars. Yeah. Like the story of just a struggling artist who couldn't complete any paintings, but one is one survives. He's one survives the house fire that he dies in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sad and it's really sad to think of people struggling like that and hope we don't you know i think in a wider society these days we're a bit better about it but there has been you know historically the whole, whole idea of you have to be depressed and struggling to be a good artist when actually you can be you know get that get yourself well adjusted and also still be a good artist don't have don't have to suffer for your art you know uh, even though people often do but, yeah yeah no good one thanks for that yeah great stuff should have been nominated for an Oscar, I think, for short well, films. That's what Dylan says. Yeah. That agree? <laughs> have you seen, you seen? You should look up the ones that were nominated that year of it. Trash. Okay. <laughs> Absolute filth. All right. Nah, disgraceful. I'll take, I'll take your word for it. I'll take your word. For it. Absolute garbage. Right. No, nah, they're okay. <laughs> but this is way better. I loved it. Yeah, it's good. Look at us. Another podcast together. A second in person. Yeah, pretty good. 
I liked it. Got to see your new microphone. I'm liking it. I have to grab one myself. <laughs> bit jelly, mate. I'm a bit jelly. Maybe you want to take one with me? I don't know. No. <laughs> you can't just steal from me. Well, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, this is me good. Um, wrestling. Awesome. DC short. Also awesome. awesome. Yeah. Seeing each other. Awesome. Yeah. Nachos. Awesome. <laughs> Wine. Great stuff. When the drive home. Hmm. Welcome forward. We'll, we'll see you about it's it. It's still light outside, so that's good. I want to. I want to get away while there's still light in the sky. Well, it should be light till six thirty. And yeah, what's well. the time now? Five thirty. You got an hour. What's an hour? Home? Let's do it. You good? All right. Well, thank you very much for listening. We're on the socials, aren't we, Dylan? Absolutely. We want to be on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's right. Got our own website. Got some YouTube clips on YouTube. And we've got a huge back catalogue. We've got wrestling episodes if you want to get amongst them. Yeah. Sean Michaels ladders. We've also, we talked about with Chessa from my yeah. friend Oleg. She's mad. Catch the end of that episode. Yeah, get exactly. some wrestling talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we've got episodes about everything else in the world. So yeah. you'll find something, I'm sure. Right. Twin Cities, Speed Racer. It's all there. Christina Chronicles. Oh. All <laughs> hours of fun. Hours. Hours upon hours of fun times. Well, until then, until after you've gone and watched them all, listen to them all, and come back to the next episode, I miss you, man. I miss you, man. We just say that and then carry on. See, yeah, just I'll, I'll just leave the wind out the window. Okay, <laughs> just throw the chair. <laughs> Start walking home. Oh no. Anyway, <laughs> you're the one. You're the one. I don't have one. Okay, we'll just, <laughs> we'll just stop recording. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.